Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, we like to think we're the face of baseball, but really, we're not until we get on MLB The Show cover, Evan. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. I would like to. I would like to see. That's. Can you do this for me in your Photoshop world? Yeah, you have approval. Photoshop yourself. At, I am proclaiming you the baseballs <laughs> boring MLB the show cover boy. Can you do that? Can you do that? Please? Yeah, I, I don't. Like, all right, this. All right, so I am. I am uh, officially approving that. Uh, I think that all of our members are. Joe, hold on. Let me text Joe Kelly. Yeah, as owner of Baseballs and Boring, he said you are officially the MLB The Show, Baseballs and Boring cover boy. But I felt like it was a good time to talk about this. Um, we, I actually talked. It's it's always a it's always a great like offshoot of baseball of, of sort of what we talk about every day, which is you know the personality of baseball and and how we want more personality and how you're you're trying to get the quote unquote kids you know, involved. And this has been going on for a while. The MLB show covers and anything new, but you know, video games, so many, so many people are turned on to baseball by MLB, the show There's right. I mean, there's no way yeah. around where you, you didn't play this game. No, no, I played it a lot. I played it a lot. Yeah, no. And, and even especially during the off season, it actually, like, I know it comes out um, right after spring training, but during the off season, I don't know if it was just my nerd self, but like last off season, you know, like when uh, I would like change the rosters to reflect what they did current day so I can kind of see who was who in their current uniform and all that stuff. So wow. <laughs> that was kind of one of the ways yeah. I went down. Yeah, you, just took, you just took it to another level. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's so it's so true. But this is why this is why, you know, one of the people that I wanted to talk to last year and I got a chance to talk to him two different times with last year's cover guy. 
and that's Jazz Chisholm. And uh, when I think when Jazz was put on the cover last year, it did exactly what MLB The Show wants to do, right? It, it started conversation and gave awareness to a, a young player, which maybe not everybody was, was super up on, but yep. – but but also it had conversation and uh, what was your before I get to because we I want to replay to everybody that that conversation I had with Jazz about what it's like to be on the cover and how that changed his life. Um, but what was your first reaction when you saw that last year? Um, I was kind of taken aback, but I like I understood it because I know how big of a personality he is and how. You know, uh, you know, personality is really becoming a big part of the game, obviously, now. So it made sense after you thought about it for a while. First, it was, like, kind of confused because, obviously, as we went through before we started taping, you know, you had Otani, you had Tatis, you had Harper, you had Judge. You had all these guys who were coming off, like, career years and became, like, kind of the face of baseball in their own right at that time. And then him coming on was a little bit of a different uh, variety of it. But I definitely think that... You know, brought a lot of attention to him and obviously to the Marlins and brought a lot of attention to his personality and also a different country, which is obviously really important and probably why they also helped out, too, with the Bahamas, I think. Right? Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's it's also pressure. man. Well, anyway, so I, I caught up with Jazz. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was probably halfway through the year around there. And uh, just to sort of how did this change his life and everything else. Here, here's here's that conversation. How life has changed, obviously, being on the cover of MLB The Show is a big deal. But for you, now, you know, a few months after the fact, has it changed? Like, can you see a change in how you're perceived and more fans doing that? I mean, honestly, I, not from last year, you know, I just try to always be myself and stick to being me. So I don't really see how it's changed other people's lives. Yeah, but, uh, to me, it just feels the same as last year on the first day I stepped in the big league. Well, for you, I mean, like, like for instance, like when you go to a game, I mean, this is the whole idea of drawing people in. Do you get the sense that you have more kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%, yeah. I mean, yeah, they come to have fun with me, man. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna just take all the spotlight while I'm going to get into the has it been the experience that you thought? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's a, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you've talked about it before, but still, it's such a cool thing, right? Oh, yeah, well, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've been asked to make uh, like a million times. Yeah, sorry. Same time. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still the same thing. Like, it's still like crazy that I was able to make a Athlete, especially not being able to play the season and being an all-star and everything, but it's like one of the sickest experiences ever. Has the reaction been, like you said, you talk about the reaction, has it been what you thought it would be? Because when you do it, you kind of think, okay, this is cool, but then... Oh, yeah. Has it been about you what you thought it would be? Yeah. Really? Yeah, everybody's saying, More More this year, though. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I was touching hands, but it was like that a little bit last year yeah. when I became an all-star, so... That's why I feel like last year and this year for me, it's just like I was going out there and just trying to have fun and make like some kid fun, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, what, 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 what
like a lovely game. Are you happy with your rating? Well, 85. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta work it up right now, so we'll see where that gets to. By the way, I wanted to ask you, you're fast. Congratulations. Um, Elliot De La Cruz is a guy who's fast. But I looked at, like, like guys like you just changing the game. Like, we focus so when, when De La Cruz is, like, I don't know if you watched him at all. It's fun to watch, right? Yeah. But you're fun to watch. I mean, like, but you think that the game is, like, on top of everything. Like, your game is sort of going the way that you play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You feel that way? And like <clears throat> getting up here and getting to play against him, especially when I first got called up and we played him like 20 times a year. That was probably the best 20 games of my like I love to play against like he gives me that like, let's go do this. Because he wants to have the most fun, but also we can play the best. You know what I mean? So that's why yeah. Who's the fastest guy you've ever seen? I've asked this. So when Brenton Doyle, who's a fast guy for Colorado, he was in here and I asked this that it's like who's the fastest guy that you've ever seen play? Maybe it's you, but whoever you ever played with or played against. I would say Magnaria Sierra. Really? Yeah. I did not expect that answer. Really? Because, like, I look at people that are fast. Like, Elliot's fast, but, like, he's also six foot. However, it's like Do you know how much he weighed when he first came up? Or like, signed? 130 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. But, like, you look at him, he's long, so if he actually has the power in his legs to run, like, he's going to easily be fast. It's just, like, oh, tiny. Like, we got Garrett Cooper up here running 29 feet per second, 28 feet per second. Like, it's just because they're Party, yeah, they got, like, the long. Yeah. But the shorter guys who actually get the 30 feet per second, it's like, oh, that's harder to do. Yeah. So, like, I would say Magnaria Sierra. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You like that, huh? It's a good question. And, um, but anyway, this, I know that a lot of people want to thank you for all that you do for baseball. And you don't wear the same cleats two times in a row, right? Not two days in a row. Ever. Never two days in a row. It's fun talking to him. It was fun talking to him. I talked to him in spring training. Um, because I think that when we started the whole baseballs and boring thing, like this is what we, we got to get a t-shirt on jazz. We got to get a t-shirt on jazz. Yeah. So, you, there he was visitors <laughs> clubhouse, jet blue park, holding up the t-shirt. Um, there you go. But uh, yeah. So, so let's talk about this year and then we're going to get to your top five guys that you think they should have been on. So Vlad Guerrero, uh, uh, Vlad, uh, yeah, Vlad, he gets the nod. Um, the first Blue Jay since uh, Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson, the, uh, the throwback. That is a great <laughs> trivia question. Yeah, Josh Donaldson about two thousand. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Josh Donaldson. So, yeah, he was, he was going crazy back then. He kind of fell off a little bit, obviously. Well, but. I mean, you look at it. We go back to they've actually in the last few years. This it's been pretty good. But you go to 2012, like Adrian Gonzalez. Adrian Gonzalez is coming off, people forget, like how this insane year in 2011. But the Red yeah. Sox are coming off that collapse in 2011. Adrian Gonzalez is on 2012. Yeah. Uh, you have Andrew McCutcheon, which everyone, I think, perceived as, you know, one of the rising stars in the game at that time, 13. You have Miguel Cabrera, one of the two best players. I mean, you can't go wrong at the time. Him, Trout, had to head. You have yeah. Puig, um, 
which people were fascinated by Yesil Puig. They're fascinated yeah. by him now, but for yeah. reasons. The fireball. Yep. Yeah. Donaldson, 16. Ken Griffey Jr., you think it was uh, – so this was um, – this was a this was like a, an anniversary thing, right? I think so, or something like that, or maybe it might have been. I don't know. I don't know if he was inducted in the hall that long ago, but maybe it might have been due to that. But I, it was like some sort of like kind of like a throwback one to get. Yeah, on. you know what's weird? So they have alternate covers, you know, yeah. for, for different countries. That Griffey Junior cover that year, the alternate cover in Canada was Aaron Sanchez. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And then then the next year you have Judge. The alternate yep. cover that year was Marcus Stroman in Canada. Oh. Then you have Harper. Um Harper obviously. Then then who could forget 2020, Javi Baez. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Javi <laughs> Baez is getting on again. I'm not positive. No, no. Uh and then 2021, Fernando Tatis Jr. At the time, yeah, so you see a lot of the personalities, right? Because right. like Harper's always been like a personality plus guy. You know, you got Baez, you got Tatis, so all like personalities. So it kind of makes sense there. Yeah, and and then you go to 2022, and they, I guess they just said, "Hey, listen, we throw our arms up. You know, <laughs> yeah. we have to at some point. We're just going to have to put this guy in the cover. Let's just get this out of the way, and that's Shohei Itani. So yep. 2022, um, and then then 2023. 2023, yeah, you have the uh, Jazz Chisholm, which, if nothing else, the image, the cover for Jazz Chisholm may be the best one. Yeah. The actual cover. Yeah, because it felt like with his cover, they kind of, uh, like, did a personal, like, photo shoot for it, it kind of looked like, whereas the other ones, they kind of just, like, you know, go on, let's say, Getty Images or one of these image platforms (laughs) and find, like, a really cool image and put it on the cover, whereas that one, it felt like they actually, you know, like, did a personal photo shoot with him for it. I can't wait for the producer Evan cover. It's going to be great. (laughs) Um, All right, so before we get to your five guys, do you so you have – when you saw the Vlad Guerrero Jr. one, did you have any problem with it? Were you surprised? Where was your like? I'll tell you mine. It was sort of like, eh, okay. It was. It's. I don't feel like. First of all, he's not coming off his best year, right? Yeah, he's had was, better years. It's not like the. It's. It's. I, you know, I, I think he's going to be really good, but it's not. Usually, you have guys who are trending up, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that was yeah, that's so, sort of the weird part about this. But I was like, oh, okay. Is this? I don't know. I, this is one of the reasons why I wanted you to put together five other guys because I feel like there's definitely five other guys. <laughs> but what what was your reaction to that? No, yeah, it was very very similar to yours. It was kind of like, oh, okay, because it's like I feel like if they put them on a couple of years ago, and obviously they've had a lot of good players, so it's it's kind of hard to choose. I bet at some point, but. It was like when he was coming off his big year, I get it. Then I also saw online that it was like they were showing his cover and his dad's cover. I don't know if there was like a certain amount of time in between, but maybe that factored in like, you know, second generation cover guy or something like that. But I mean, I'm okay with it, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like exactly as flashy as some of these other covers that were like, oh, wow, you know, I, I got to go get the game this year. But um, at least they don't have to make a separate cover in Canada this year. So Yeah, <laughs> well, they go. stopped doing that, I think. <laughs> Oh, okay. Aaron, poor Aaron Sanchez got his moment in the sun. <laughs> um, all right. 
All right, Evan. Uh, let's go. What? So now, I, as you're talking, as we're talking through this, I'm already thinking of guys. Yeah. Uh, but you know, since you're the you're the cover boy, let's go. Yeah. Have you ever been called the cover boy before? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, no. All right. All right. Well, so first, welcome to your new world. Uh, all right. What are you? Are you doing five to one? What are you doing? Are you just? Doing yeah, I'll five? do five. I'll do five to one. All right. Um, so number five, I had Corbin Carroll. Obviously, just made the World Series with the D-backs, won NL Rookie of the Year, made the All-Star team in his first year, finished fifth in the NL MVP voting at 25 homers, 54 stolen bases. He was just electric. I mean, when you watch the D-backs, he was the one guy that just popped out game in and game out that you couldn't keep your eyes off of. So um, I know that I think Arizona is considered like a smaller market, so I don't know if they strayed away from those, those even though – a lot of the guys in the covers weren't necessarily like there was some small markets in there, but, um, but yeah, I just think Corbin Carroll would have been electric. Um, I had obviously had four guys ahead of him, but I just thought like maybe if he puts another good season together, maybe gets higher up in the MVP race. I don't know. Maybe he'll, he'll get closer to it, but I thought he would have been a great choice. I think it's a good one. I think it's, yeah, but yeah, maybe it's just having another year under your belt. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, I think it's it's that's that's a pretty good one. I, I don't think anyone, and also, well, I mean, I can't really say the market because they put in smaller markets before. I think it's yeah, really something. just just you just need, need another year, another yeah. year. If you you go through a lot of these. Well, Tatis Junior is pretty young. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a good one. I like that. All right, number four. All right, so number four is probably the one unconventional one on the list. I saw it on Twitter, the guy uh, Palmer Designs, Sean Palmer on uh, Twitter. He did like a combination cover with Rutschman and Henderson, where it was like two players that have kind of resurrected the Orioles. You know, obviously Rutschman was the runner-up to J-Rod for the Rookie of the Year, All-Star Silver Slugger. A lot of people are saying he might be the best catcher in the game right now. And then you have Henderson, the 2023 Rookie of the Year Silver Slugger. And they both they both finished like eighth and ninth in AL MVP voting, and they really like kind of resurrected the Orioles. And then obviously now with the sale, maybe they'll be able to be locked up. But um, I think they would have been electric on a cover because obviously Adley Rutschman, like he doesn't have a ton of flash to his game, but he's just such a good catcher and such a good hitting catcher, which is so hard to find. And then Gunnar Henderson's like a super electric player to watch. So I feel like. That would be a great cover of like, you know, like there's this new youth movement in Baltimore. Baltimore's finally back after so many years of yeah. being down. I'm trying to think Here's of the face of them. Yeah. I mean, my my guess is that the next Oriole to be on the cover is going to be Jackson Holiday. Hey, yeah. I mean, because I think that he's going to play a flashier position. Uh, even like, he's the perception of it's just. I don't think either Gunnar Henderson, even Gunnar Henderson's plays that sort of position, isn't the flash sure. going to be as flashy as, or perceived to be as flashy as Jackson Holiday, um, last catcher to be on the on the cover. Evan, the only guy I saw was Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer, yeah, yeah, Joe Mauer, yep. Yeah, there you go. So, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, good path to be on. Yeah, be that's, but that's how good Mauer. he was. People forget how good he was yeah. for all you Hall of Fame haters. Uh, yeah. All right, number three. All right, so number three is kind of an unconventional one, considering I said that, like, you know, the other people don't have the awards. But I have Bobby Wood Jr. I mean, he had oh, a 30, he had a 30. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, 
He had like a 30, 40 year, 30 homers, 49 RBIs was the face of the Royals. And now, now that they're like starting to spend, you know, he might be more of a face and get into the playoffs and, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe be more of a face around the game instead of just in Kansas City. He's a young star on the rise. I know with Jazz Chisholm, young star on the rise, Tatis, young star on the rise. So I just thought he would be a great face of the game because, you know, he's he's put together so many good seasons and he's kind of gone under the radar. So he'd be like a good guy to kind of. Well, that's, it's the it's the same. It, you're right. I mean, smaller market under the radar, but the same thing as Jazz Chisholm and actually. I would make the argument he's he's more accomplished probably than Jazz was yeah. when, when he had that. So, yeah, I mean, it, he's people forget, people are going to understand how good Bobby Witt Jr. is. I mean, it's it's sort of crazy how good he is. And, yeah. and an electric guy, uh, one of the fastest guys in the major leagues. Yeah, so good one. I like that. I like – also all good ones. I mean, I don't know, like the, the dual cover thing – yeah, that was the that's only a, that's one. That's a tough one. I think it's sort of like square peg round hole a little bit. Yeah. Like I see yeah. what you're going for, but yeah, but I, I appreciate the effort. Good job. Good effort. Yep. We, yep. All right. <laughs> n- number two. And the top two were guys that I was surprised weren't on the cover already. And I've I know one. I'm going to get Electric. Yeah. I'm so number two, that. I have Julio Rodriguez, the okay. 2022 rookie oh. of the year. I'm all star. You're Yes. Yeah, received MVP votes both years. Face of the Mariners, two-time Silver Slugger. It's just like he's a star in the game. Home run derby took it over. I mean, everybody knows Julio Rodriguez who pays attention to baseball. So I was shocked to see he wasn't on it. I saw a couple a, a couple of like cover mock-ups that I thought was the cover for a second. So I was like, oh, he was on. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is just some random person making the cover. But, yeah, he hasn't been on yet. So I was surprised by that. So I was I don't think there's a question. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, it's not that probably they're going to be your number one guy that you're going to mention. Maybe not, but but yeah. as you mentioned, Julio Rodriguez, that's the guy. That's the guy yeah. right there. And and you're starting to see him get out there a little bit more. Um, you know, so okay, I, I uh, that's the guy. That's the guy yeah. to be. Yeah, you put. It's and, you, and this juxtapose this this juxtapose Julio Rodriguez against Vlad Guerrero Jr. Again, no knock on Vlad, great. Yeah. And and maybe they were trying to sort of force feed this. Well, his dad was on the cover and he was on the cover, and I don't care. It, it's that's yeah, not what we're talking about. <laughs> um. Anyway, so all right, that's an excellent one. I'm. I think I know number one, but I'm going to let you say it, and I'll tell you if I was right. Yeah, so uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., I have a number one. Uh, The reigning NL MVP, uh, 41 homers, 73 RBIs, or 73 stolen bases, just a historic young star, four-time All-Star, and a three-time Silver Slugger. The only other guy that I was, like, not sure whether to put number one, I ended up not putting him on the list, and then it was like I woke up this morning and I was like, yeah, that was a bad oversight, but it was Mookie Betts was the other guy. Well, honestly, I'm shocked that you didn't put Mookie Betts. I mean, I would – Yeah. Those are, to me – the the Julio Rodriguez one is really good. So yeah. I think I think the top three – I think all your ones are good. But I think yep. the top three – Acuna Jr., which is everybody on social media saying the same thing. You know, this yeah. is how does this not happen? 70-40, you know, just a flair for the game, every everything, everything about it. And and once again, we juxtapose it against Vlad. Yeah. And it's 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 not even close. It's not even yeah. close. Exactly. Um, and and 
you know, and it's not like they went outside. Like Bobby Witt Jr. would have been the outside the box Jazz Chisholm thing they did a year ago. Because we could have exactly. done this exercise a year ago, said, oh, this guy deserves it more than than Jazz Chisholm. But they went outside the box. We appreciate that. But this one was just sort of in the middle. Um, yeah. But Acuna Jr. And, and then, but Mookie Betts is the other one. Like, yeah. what is, ha- like, Mookie's never been on a cover. And like, yeah, I know. And he's everything- played in two huge markets, too. So it's like, you can't even say the small market thing. I mean, he's played in the probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest market in baseball with LA and obviously with that team now. And then Boston was another huge market. I don't even know the last time the Red Sox had a cover. So oh, I yeah. can tell you, Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, he was he was a Red Sox. I wasn't sure if he was a Padre at the time. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, before him was, um, uh, before him, it was uh, Ortiz, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but Mookie Betts, yeah, that's that's a weird one. I don't know, and I also don't know if like they go to people and they decline it. That's the other tricky thing that I'm not really sure about on that aspect of it. I mean, I don't know why you would, but I mean, I know they have like a thing going around, like oh, it's the MLB the Show cover jinx, but I don't really know. Is it? I mean, we just went through. I don't think Otani's yeah. got a jinx. He just made seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, so, I know. Otani's not a jinx. I think Tatis, people were saying, was a jinx because the year after he got that suspension, Baez kind of fell apart. But Harper's been great. Judge has been great. Griffey, obviously, he's not played a while ago, but he was great his entire career. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I definitely think that if they went to these guys with the cover, and then I know there's some, like, semantics. Like, I think they said, like, if you're like a cover of another game, like even though it's like a not noteworthy game, like some of the games they were talking about, I was like, I was like, you wanted to be the cover of that over MLB The Show? Like, I feel like MLB The Show is kind of the main one, but they were like, oh, if he's a cover of like a mobile game, he can't be the cover of this. Which yeah, is whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, it just starts getting. Well, uh, we listen. We don't know. We don't <laughs> want to get into the into the weeds. All we know, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, our, our all we know is this happened. Our opinions are never wrong. So there you go. It's everyone's else prerogative to be wrong, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's but we are always right. Uh, yeah. I think it's you had a good list. That's a good list. Acuna Junior is. And I get Acuna. Uh, those three: Acuna Junior, Mookie Betts. This I'm going to put up a poll. Like okay. who who's who is the most deserving of this of 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 those three? Forget you know what's done is done. Who, if you said next year, you have to do it right now, next year. I think that's a great poll, don't you? I mean, I think Cooney and yeah. Jimmy probably win, but at a Mookie Betts, Julio, and uh, yeah, and Cunha. Cunha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, well, Evan, we solved a lot of the world's problems today. Congratulations. Yep. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem.